0: Here we go, here
1: we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Like Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, Pow Pa pow, pow I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's another Melchester Odyssey. And I have in my right hand the nineteenth of November nineteen eighty-three issue of Roy of the Rovers. Oh, we're only a few weeks from Christmas. Um, sleep oh, till Christmas. <laughs> sign please across the top is none other than Terry McDermott
0: oh Big Mac and Cheese actually that's yeah. that's not Laurie Ma- McMenemy's Big Mac and Cheese I don't know what you call All Terry right. McDermott uh, Terry Mac uh, there he is A Terry uh, Mac after he signed for Newcastle United there he is.
1: yeah was Keegan's right hand man then as well wasn't he
0: yeah he followed really Double K Terry everywhere Mac. he went
1: it was a very much Roy Race Blacky Grey dynamic, wasn't it?
0: It really was, actually,
1: um, yeah. Speaking of which, Roy the Rovers, um, and at the beginning, uh, on the front cover, uh, we're, we're looking at television highlights. We can tell that because the frames are in the shape of a television screen, slightly curved uh, rather than square. Uh, Roy Race Former boss of Melchester Rovers Had led Walford Rovers To a sensational victory Over his old club But Roy's personal performance Had not been a runaway success And we see the highlights Um Of Roy Lobbing the ball Over Charlie Carter And it bouncing off the bar That's unfair Because that's the one That led to a goal There was a tap-in after that Wasn't there mm. So it's unfair to call that a, a, Not a success It's an assist Um Oh, that a girl has a charmed life, says mm-hmm. one of the fans. Uh, hang on, he's me? watching this on
0: telly, so how can the telly mics pick up on the specifics of that crowd uh,
1: chat? I don't know, Will you tell me?
0: Yeah, no, I know, that's a bit fucking iffy, isn't it? Skew well, or whoever else is responsible yeah, for this. because
1: it's all been realistic up till now. <laughs> oh, and there's a, there's, there's a name on the advertising hoarded Sylvia was that the one we had the other week yeah
0: he's had another night with Sylvia Sylvia listen I know I haven't called you in a couple of weeks I know you're upset but let me just pitch one last idea come over tonight stay on stop over the usual deal (laughs) yes I will be wanting to do that thing again of course I will (laughs) I am prepared to name you again in next week's comic no you don't have to answer now (laughs) I will call you back in 20 minutes and give you time to have a little think about my proposal.
1: Yes, you can stay over, but you will have to leave at 6am because I do have a hard morning's drawing to do. <laughs> uh, you will have to get out of my house. No, you can't just hang around.
0: No, no uh, I no, need complete solitude. Bre- there will not be breakfast laid on. You'll have to get up, go and have a bath at home. <laughs> you can't have a bath at mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, because apart from anything it. else, there's the hot water to think of. It's not cheap.
1: <laughs> I've got one of them immersion eaters It takes an hour <laughs> to eat up before you can even have a bath, so you've got to have a, put a bit of thought into it first. Yeah, yeah. No, you're best but off getting the
0: bus- two buses back to yours, get home, run yourself a bath at home. And believe me, I you will, will want this. to have a thorough wash after what I've got planned for
1: you. <laughs> You're quite welcome to wipe yourself down at mine, but as for full bathing, that's not going to be available. No, I mean, I'll provide but, a cloth, of course
0: I will, I'm not a monster. I will provide I will say this, one dampened cloth.
1: Uh, I will put your name on the front cover this time, Sylvia, <laughs> as opposed to on page eight like last time.
0: So there you go, So, F- food for thought, food for thought, as I say... I will put the phone down now and I will call back and it's precisely 20 minutes for you to give <laughs> me your answer. Unless, of course, you cannot wait to give me your answer. Feel free to call back sooner.
1: <laughs> but only if it's a yes.
0: <laughs> if it's a no, not interested. Goodbye, <laughs> Sylvia. <laughs>
1: so there's, there's, there's a name on the front cover. <laughs> uh, and more highlights. Uh, Roy's doing everything but score. As he blasts it wide uh, And now he's even Mr. penalty <clears throat> Continued on colour pages inside uh, Oh, a domestic scene And it's Roy himself who's watching it On his space age telly uh, With Penny bringing in a tray With a pot of tea Some cups um, So Roy is back in the uh, domestic bliss Of his Melchester home of course he's been living in Walford alone in a house that's been mm. loaned to him by Harvey Rawson. An empty house. Um mm-hmm. so but this this feels this feels nice. He's got his tie on, he's got his shirt and tie on. But the tie has very been
0: loosened loosened. A great deal. It's
1: hanging low.
0: First two buttons done and uh, done.
1: Yeah, very much relaxing Roy. Um kind of a light brown tan kind of outfit that he's got on. Mm. Weird. Uh, so Penny comes in with the tray of tea, looks at the TV and says, "There's another! How on earth did you miss that one, Roy?" <laughs> <laughs> so she's critiquing his performance as he watches it and goes through the ordeal himself. Search me, Penny. He says, "Ah, oh, fuck no! I haven't got a clue. Tried my artist nothing's going right." Uh, Roy, on a weekend visit to Melchester, was watching the recorded highlights of the game with his wife, Penny. Um, he looks drawn and haggard and broken. Doesn't look like a, a successful winning man. He says, I've never missed so many chances before. Not in one game. <clears throat> Penny says, maybe you were trying too hard to do well against your old club. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, of course I fucking was. Fucking obvious. Mm-hmm. Even the fucking pricks in the fucking audience were shouting that out at me. Do you know
0: what, Pen? Pen? If you want to talk, that's fine. But let's stay clear of football. You understand nothing about my job or my business. So it's best we just stay clear of it, because if not, it's going to start getting right on my tits. (laughs)
1: Uh, I've come here for one reason and one reason only, and that is a hand job. Now, are you going to provide it, or have I got to drive back to Walford? (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have, have to head calls. down the feathers and see if any of the old flames are kicking about for a daytime <laughs> hand job. You'd be surprised the number who do.
1: <laughs> so, but she seems to know more than than he thinks because uh, she says, "But that victory put Walford at the top of the first division. As a manager, you can't seem to go wrong." <laughs> um, Fuck it and enough. he says, "Hi." Uh, If you were there, Penny, I'd be pretty happy with the way things are going. I'd probably be getting hand-jobbed most days. (laughs) Maybe twice a day.
0: (laughs) Now, we cut something a bit special out in the garden.
1: Yes. Tell us what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, young Roy has been allowed a bike. It's a BMX bike, not dissimilar to those ridden by both you and I, Andy, in the 80s. Yeah. Um, right. Mine was a rally burner. I can't remember what Same. you had. Rally burner. That's what I had as yeah. well.
1: Yeah. Was it the yellow and red one that you had?
0: No, mine was gold and black. Oh. Um, out of the Argus catalogue with normal metal spokes. Not the. I can't remember what they called the plastic. The plastic ones were better, weren't they? They were more coveted. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Standard metal spokes were boring. I, I had yeah. standard metal. spokes. Yeah. So did I.
0: I. I so did I. They, they the other ones were considered better i don't know yeah oh there's so much bullshit surrounded beer mixing, wasn't there like <laughs> yeah. it was all like yeah those ones are bad for when you're doing tricks it's like yeah. none of us yeah. could do tricks yeah
1: those grips you've got are now good
0: yeah exactly but all all any of us did was ride them like normal bicycles just in straight yeah. lines effectively <laughs> but you all fucking had really technical discussions about like stunt nuts grips, spokes (laughs) and which bike was better at doing this, that the other but none of you fucking did any of that
1: No, I didn't know
0: anyone who did anyway it was all about just showing that you had a it's a bit like we had uh, last week I think on the pod we had a a drill chat um, Mm. and we were talking about the different sort of DIY things that we had and what we did with them and which ones we thought were best and um, a very astute uh, observer Listener on Twitter um, mm-hmm. rightly tweeted, I don't know if you saw this, Andy. Listening to Sam talk about DIY today was like listening to David Cameron talk about what football club he supports. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was very funny and accurate. Um, I had to take that on the chin. But it was a bit, the BMX chat was a bit like that as well. We all knew. It's all that, all the gear but yeah. no idea. We all fucking knew. Yeah. I mean, I used to get BMX in magazines, did you? And you read up on I it. I probably did now yeah. and again, yeah. I mean, <laughs> read up on it. Oh, like, that's the best pedal you can get. And it's like, look, mate, it's all bullshit. As I recently admitted to, much to your amusement, I was at the stage where I had to get off my bike to lift it up the curb. <laughs> Let alone fucking go off a fucking half pipe and flip the whole thing around 360 <laughs> degrees. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway,
1: the high curbs of London.
0: Yeah, G- G- uh, Roy Junior's got a BMX, and he has got a little sort of a a, rampant, a bump. Yeah, um,
1: it's like a little, it's like a little bridge that would go over a stream, isn't it? And actually,
0: yeah, it's very much a humpback bridge. It's very much kickstart stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, but, I mean, but I don't know that.
1: I, that that's that, that would be way beyond any of our budgets yeah. <laughs> if, or imaginations. I tell you what, kid. if I'd
0: had that. It, 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 well, I, it wouldn't have fit. It's bigger than my, back gar- than my back garden was. But, like, if I had it anywhere, I'd have just r- ridden into that and then just the front wheel would have hit it and no, it would have just slowly toppled over onto my side. <laughs> <laughs> and cried. Admit that. Probably cried. <laughs> um, ah! Get me, mum! I've grazed my elbow!
1: <laughs> get me, mum! Uh, so he's he's flying through the air. Yeah, isn't but he? we we haven't yeah, seen him. Jump.
0: We haven't seen him in a while to be fair. They've kept no. they kept him out of the comic because it's probably to protect him.
1: Um, he's progressing well. Yeah, he's riding a bike Roy, without stabilizers. Roy's looking
0: at him out and the guy goes,
1: Fucking <laughs> hell, what have you given him a bike for? <laughs> I turned my back for five
0: minutes. he can't ride that. Look at him. No, no Roy, he's made a lot of progress. He hasn't even got fucking stabilizers. Why haven't you got him wearing his special helmet? No Roy! He's really made a lot of progress. Yeah, they do say about some of these kids, they have an uncanny ability in certain niche areas. I, I wonder whether we can monetize that or at least get at least get him on record breakers or something.
1: <laughs> have you tried getting him to do some of that domino toppling? He might be really good at stacking them I, up.
0: I tell you what you want to do for sure is get Give him a pencil and paper and see if he can draw, like, Parliament from memory.
1: (laughs) In spite of the fact
0: he's never seen it in real life. (laughs) You never know. You never know. Just say to him, Parliament, he might just somehow (laughs) have it in his head. Just say say to him, him, Taj Mahal. See what he does. (laughs) i seen a lad on Nationwide last week, right, and I tell you what, I was blown away. It was like watching the fucking Great Stupendo.
1: Uh, I wonder. I would try see if he can bend a spoon with his mind like that. Yuri Gallifer like. um, I tell you what, Ben. I'm starting to think there's more to this lad than I thought.
0: I think he might have magical gifts or something. You know, like the little green one in that new Star Wars film. He might be like that lad. <laughs> he might live till he's nine hundred. Ben, is he talking yet? Let me ask you something. Does he talk in normal sentences or is he done more back to front? You know. <laughs> <laughs> like bike ride, I will. All that Just, sort of like, stuff. Does it talk
1: like Metal Mickey?
0: That's a, key, that's a key sign that they've got special powers.
1: <laughs> oh, is it words or is it all like beeps and bloops and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Well, why did don't you like go and talk to him, Roy? He's only over there and he'd love to see you. No, no, no. no.
0: I, I, I haven't I got get any going. time for that. I haven't got yeah. time for that now. Maybe, maybe one day soon, but... Uh, not just now, because I've got to get back to Wolfwood But you... <coughs> now, you send him my best, right?
1: <laughs> and he's just about 200
0: yards away, right? Now, I know that, pen. I've got to go. Don't make me feel more guilty than I am. How's the girl one? She seems to be getting on all right. What's that she's got? A Wendy house, is it? Yes, it's a Wendy house. Good, good. Right, all right, I've got to go. Send them both my best. And like I say, keep an eye on the boy one, Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to have special thoughts about him. I think we can... I don't know. I'm thinking, could we send him on the road? Could we send him around the working man's clubs, for
1: instance? I don't know.
0: I tell you what, here's another thing. See if he can do that thing where you play a tune on wine glasses. (laughs) Get out the wine glasses. Not the best wine glasses, because he's liable to break some. Get out some of the cheap ones that we got from the petrol station. Yeah? (laughs) <laughs> when we filled up the other week, right? And, and just wet the rims and then put them in front of them. Don't tell him what to do. Let's just see, because it might come naturally to him. When he sees them, instinct might take over. Because then we get him a, a little dinner suit, little dinner jacket and dicky bowl, stick him in the working man's <laughs> clothes. Why they look, not?
1: They look well smart.
0: Yeah. Little lad. Everyone likes to see a little lad in a dinner jacket and a dicky bowl, don't they? Ah... <laughs> uh, uh. Um, as drives off how's <laughs> the baby one Diana still cry a lot does she yeah did you find out what the matter with her was while she was crying all the time oh babies just cry do they oh alright anyway only <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's only here now and again Roy <laughs> you haven't seen her for months
0: yeah yeah <clears> well <throat> hopefully you get her back when she settled down a bit and stopped all that shit in herself and all that sort of stuff she, she come home yeah stay here all the time <laughs> what she, you got her a nursemaid have you something like that Oh, your mum's doing a lot of it. Oh, fair
1: enough. So, it says, with so many friends and relatives in Melchester, Penny had so far refused to make the move to Walford. And Roy Jr's there doing his little jump on his own back bridge. Uh, <clears throat> uh Melinda, I think it is, the other one. She's had two names, hasn't she? She got given a second a wrong name recently. Uh, She's playing with the Wendy House. um, And Penny's saying, It it isn't just my friends, Roy. The twins have really settled down at their new school now. I'd hate to uproot them. Roy says, Ah, yeah, I know it's a heck of a problem. Uh, Anyway, you have a good think about it while I go and have a game with the twins. And he does indeed go out and play in the garden. (coughs) There's a little kick about with the football. Obviously, he'll win. Um, And Penny's watching on. Looking sad, thinking, "If only I knew what to do for the best." And then Monday morning, Roy was just as confused as Penny. He drives off in his Lotus Elite, registration plate Roy One. Uh, very uh, subtle, lucky and he's thinking as he drives off and waves at them if I move back to Malchester it will cause all sorts of problems as far as my job is concerned as player manager I've got to be constantly available Jalapeño.
0: hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
1: As Roy reported to Walford Stadium the following day, um, someone, some admin bloke, whoever he is, says, uh, the lads have beaten you to it today, Roy. They all arrive for training 10 minutes early. Roy says, well, I'll be all hard at it. Beating Melchester has certainly lifted the pride and confidence of the whole club. I reckon Joe Bellamy's called this training session. Joe <laughs> Bellamy is now the de facto leader no. of Walford. Um, Roy's power is slipping away minute by minute. Uh, there's a couple of the players there as Roy takes to the training pitch. Hey, boss, what have you got lined up for us this morning? A hmm. uh, Full scale practice match. I want to find out if I've recovered my goal scoring touch. I've always
0: all this training around me.
1: It's all about me.
0: Now, when I get the ball, I don't want any of you to attempt to tackle me. And you, goalkeeper, whatever your name is, I don't want you to attempt. To, I want you to pretend to try and save it, but not actually try to save it. There's a very subtle difference. <laughs> Took years for Fatty Morgan to fucking understand that. Morton, We've sorry.
1: Couple, we, there's advertising hoardings on the training pitch as well. Are they training? Are they training in the stadium? Are they training at the, on the pitch? There are a couple of extra names there: David, which is David Skew. Um, and Debbie's store, so
0: yeah. But Debbie he's put David Stay and Co. I don't know whether that's mm. another code.
1: Someone is asking someone to stay, whether it's Debbie or Sylvia, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, a lot going on there. So Roy is on the edge of the box. Um, he shouts, Mine, as the ball comes in, and one of his teammates says to him, Greedy for the ball, eh? Here you are, then. <laughs> <Got him laughs> sussed. Go on then, fucking Hollywood. (laughs) Score us a big goal. Go on. Uh, It might be Joe Bellamy even. I don't know, because it's quite sarcastic, whoever it is. But I can't see you ending your goal famine. Nick and Jerry have got you well covered. Uh, To which Roy says, who says so? Spins, turns with the ball, volleys it right into the top corner. Training match, though, doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't count. Anyone can be great on the training ground. Uh, heck! Shouts someone. A few minutes later, another one, cross comes in, Roy heads it into the corner. He's done it again! Says either Nick or Jerry, I guess. Uh, and the other one, who isn't Nick or Jerry, but who, who is Nick or Jerry, says, uh, Great header, wrong footed the law of us! Well done, Mr Manager, you superstar! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell, yeah. Feeling good, are you? <clears throat> I'm Uh,
0: fucking smashing it today, lads.
1: (laughs) Let's drink one of the local teams, get them to come over. (laughs) Behind closed doors friendly, we'll fucking batter them. (laughs) And then we'll all go to the pub. Come on, I feel like Uh,
0: humiliating someone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) After Roy had found the net a third time, he says, "Okay, lads, you can have the rest of their day off. I just wanted to find out if I could still hit the back of the net. Uh, (laughs) I
0: guess what? I fucking can. Again and again and again. You lot can fuck off. (laughs) I'm off for a celebration wank in the mirror.
1: (laughs) You lot have acted as my puppets and have made me feel good about myself again. Now, off your fuck for the rest of the day. Uh, and one of them says, "Don't worry, it was just one of those days against Melchester Racy." And onto the pitch strides Harvey Rawson, chairman of Walford, of course. Uh, very impressive, Roy. Uh, got time for a little chat? All the time in the world, Harvey says, Roy. I couldn't I've give just a fuck. these cuts the day off?
0: Chat or don't chat makes no odds to me. Can't promise I'll listen. <laughs>
1: Can't promise I won't just wander off halfway through. I'm on top of the world. Can't promise I won't nod off to sleep like KSI. <laughs> the onus is on you to keep me interested and awake. I'll give
0: you 30 seconds. After that, I'll leave it up to the gods.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the gods of sleep. Oh, the greatest gods of all.
0: Nature's soft nurse, as shapes memorably put it.
1: <laughs> KSI's final words as he drifted off. <laughs> I must succumb to nature's softness. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Harvey Rawson, the millionaire chairman of Warford, came straight to the point. Oh my god, I have another little theory about your failure to score against Melchester. <laughs> what the fuck? You've got a theory? It was just he didn't score. That was all that happened. Fucking
0: hell, in my I
1: opinion, don't need your theory. <laughs> well, it's coming. Listen to this. In my opinion, it was, in bold, psychological. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I oh, fuck, I've heard about this. They have this in Germany. <laughs> fucking head doctors. <laughs> head doctors trying to get footballers to play better. It's coming well, over um, here now.
0: He's lost his fucking marbles, this cunt. I'll indulge him <laughs> for five minutes, though.
1: Let's see what he's got to say. I feel, I feel like a close-up's coming. <laughs> There we have a close up of Rawson's serious face. He goes on. A mental block that prevents you from finding the killer instinct against the club that you grew up with. <laughs> the club you built. I mean, you even missed a penalty, didn't you? You daft cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking failure. <laughs> Roy is a bit. Um... Oh,
0: that. When I was. Uh... Sorry, but that's from my... This is actually awful, right? But like when I, okay. my, you know, my first job was at men, my first proper job in magazines at Men's Health in the late nineties, and um, yeah. when I started there, it was quite. It wasn't like a, any of the other magazines I subsequently worked on. It was quite sort of formal and polite, whereas most mm. of like you know the other magazines are like sort of chaotic and mental, and yeah. um, they're a nice bunch. But the, the bloke who first sort of like took me under his so you know, in your first job, you're not sure what the hierarchies are. All, all you yeah. really want is you, you're, you're young you're inexperienced you just want someone to be a mate and there's this strange bloke called Greg and he was the picture editor now from my experience on magazines picture editors uh, are always mental uh, I don't mean that in a bad way <laughs> they're not like always bad people sometimes they're brilliantly talented and and nice but they are mad I don't know what it is but they're mad and this bloke right his name was Greg he was German and he dressed it every day in the style of a fifties rocker. <laughs> so he was quite Excellent. small German guy. He was extremely camp, right? Extremely <laughs> camp. And he wore denim jeans with big turn ups, a huge bike chain, you know, like a big bike chain that goes down your leg. And is yeah. attached. Uh, he had a, a an enormous, a resplendent quiff, right? Like mm. the fonts, right? Usually double denim, denim jacket and all the rest of it. Fancy kind of 50s style biker boots. Uh, And he was the picture editor and he was very camp. And the other thing about him was he was a big West Ham fan. And he went to every West Ham game home and away. And so, uh that on that basis, we became friends, and like it was a strange sort of a friendship, because I was the youngster in the office, and he was this strange, <laughs> so many different sort of almost contradictions. He was this massive West Ham fan fifties rockabilly camp German,
1: brilliant, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um,
0: and we got on really well, and just like talked about West Ham all the time, we kind of went for lunch practically every day with each other, and uh and anyway, there was many eccentric things about him. But he could turn. People kept saying, oh, other people, as I got to know other people in the office, they'd go, oh, you're, you're pretty good mates with Greg, aren't you? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd say, oh. And I'd go, awesome, why, why do you think that's with they well, none of us have ever really been able to bond with him or get to know him. And then you have
1: been able to penetrate him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, right. Yeah, he doesn't come out for a beer much with the rest of us. And I said, well, you know, we're both West Ham fans, so that's sort of a thing. They go, yeah, because he really can turn. And I said, oh, I haven't seen that side of him at all. And I said, yeah, we've we've seen it before he started. He's got a temper on him. And I thought, I can't see that at all, right? And then, um, anyway, he got this assistant who was a really nice bloke called something like Rupert. And he was like his assistant picture editor who started after about six months. And... I sat next to this bloke Rupert and he was really nice but he was quite sort of a middle class jolly English bloke who was quite right. big. He was a big lad sort of by which I mean he was quite rotund, yeah? Yeah. And uh, I really got Toby on... Morton. Uh, yeah, and I got on really well with him, right? And one day um, uh, this bloke Greg approached the desk and he said, have you got that picture to Rupert? And Rupert said... Oh, shit, I don't know. In these days, it was before the photos were digital, so you still actually had slides that were sent in the post or by a motorbike courier, right? And you had to file them very fastidiously and then send them back again to the agency when you were done. And, I don't know, he couldn't find it. So I'm I'm really sorry, Greg, I can't find that. I must have filed it in the wrong place. And without any build-up at all, this bloke Greg just went, You're stupid, fat cunt! (laughs) And I, I was honestly so I was shocked to my very fucking core. I can't believe it. I was like, "This oh, he's turned." They said he would. I couldn't believe my ears or my eyes. There was it was it was what you might call a standing start. Andy, there was no build-up. He just and it wasn't that bad. He just lost one photo. He hadn't said, "I've lost it for good." He go, "I don't know where it is. I find it." And he just went, "You stupid fat cunt!" (laughs) I was I was astounded, (laughs) and the bloke Rupert just looked so. He was mortified. Obviously, it was it was horrendous. It was it was it was nasty and horrendous, and it was bang out of order. And I don't think anyone picked him up on it, but there was a really funny. Woman who I knew there, uh, and she afterwards made that a recurring catchphrase (laughs) where she would always just go out the You're stupid fat cunt! (laughs) If ever you did anything wrong, even on a minor level, she'd go, Sam, do you know what my statement is? I go, No, she'd go, You're stupid fat cunt!
1: (laughs) I'm Greg moved on by this point.
0: (laughs) No, she'd say it out of earshot of him, but in the end, I left. And then I think he left. But then over the years, I would bump into him again at West Ham from time to time. And I'll tell you an interesting thing about him as well. At West Ham, when I saw him, I could never quite work out how he would fit in. This is back in the old days of Upton Park, right? Yeah. And I thought, he's a massive... I knew that he was proper West Ham. he going home and away, right? Even though he's from Bavaria, I think. And I thought, I'm not sure how he fits in at West Ham. I'm interested to see who his mates are when I do bump into him on an away day or whatever. He was mates with all of the ICF. And I mean the the proper old school lads, right? And I don't think he was a fighter himself, right? I don't think he ever threw a punch or anything like that. But it was like he'd come over from Germany, fanboyed the ICF, integrated himself somehow with them, and was always with them at every away day. It was really incongruous and strange.
1: <clears throat> Are you sure it wasn't Morrissey? He sounds like uh, Morrissey. It was
0: very much, ma- yeah, that's a really good comparison. It was a very strange, it was like Morrissey, who I think used to occasionally wear ICF T-shirts on stage. Yeah, Morrissey
1: used to, yeah, he used to hang around fucking boxing gyms and all that kind yeah,
0: of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he was a nice guy on the whole, and I was glad to be friends with him. But, um, but we if, saw the darker side of But it. that, you stupid fat cunt, that's what reminded
1: me of it then. is so, You missed the penalty, oh, yeah. you fat,
0: you stupid
1: cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you even missed the penalty, didn't you? You stupid fat cunt. And, uh, so they're having this conversation. They're walking around the perimeter of the pitch. Royce says, I can't score against Melchester. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Royce, like, what the fuck? Uh, uh, Rawson says I'm saying you could n- never give everything to any other club because deep inside you'll always be Roy of Melchester Rovers and then there's the word Debbie behind <laughs> the advertising order. Uh Roy says maybe so but I, I could never go back there. Not, not while Sam Barlow was chairman of the Rovers I know because he interfered with your management of the team but Barlow is no longer an obstacle. (laughs) Harvey Rawson. What is happening here? He says, I heard this morning that he's resigned, bold letters, from the Belchester board following some ugly scenes in the Rover's dressing room after the Walford game. What? Says Roy. So I took the liberty of contacting the other Belchester directors fucking hell it's like how quickly can I offload fucking Roy Race here fucking hell uh, and Rawson then says if you want to go back they'll welcome you with open arms and I won't stand in your way the choice is yours Roy you stupid fat cunt <laughs> and for your stupid fat cunt best friend Blackie fuck him
0: he's collateral damage
1: he'll have to stand down Roy do you
0: see?
1: He'll need to get some counselling or something for it, but that'll be fine. <laughs> he's a very malleable type. It'll all work he's out. He's a stupid fat cunt, but he's your stupid fat cunt. <laughs> Just as I you are was-
0: my stupid fat cunt, at least for the time being. <laughs> Not for the next 30 minutes or so. <laughs> Mm. Fucking mm. else. There you go. Do you see Roy Come. You and everyone else in my sphere Are just puppets And I am the <laughs> evil Geppetto Pulling the strings on your lives Why you may ask Why Simply for my own amusement
1: <laughs> I spent months and months Trying to lure you here And ever since you walked through the door I've been trying to work out how to get rid of you again It's all a game <laughs> And what do I gain from this game? Dominance, Roy. Sheer
0: dominance. <laughs> dominance over the lives of little men like you. Pygmies.
1: pigmen,
0: Pygmies.
1: Stupid, fat, cunt pygmy me men.
0: <laughs>
1: now fuck off. Back to <laughs> Now fuck off, you fucking peasant. Before I have you shot. <laughs>
0: So there we are. Right, well, oh, you've given me a lot to Um, think about there. Lots of digest.
1: (laughs) I think you'll notice that I didn't actually fall asleep.
0: No, I must say, to be fair, you really held my attention. Uh, And I've got food for thought, to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) So well done for that.
1: it says, Wolford on Melchester, Roy makes his decision next week. I mean, what's it going to be? Hmm, I wonder. Uh, mark's out of 10. That's a big 10. Big a 10. That's ten. one
0: of the best of the year, I would say, is yeah. on the story. Yeah, really great, oh, dramatic so storyline. Yeah. My that, only thing that is, is that when he inevitably goes back to <clears throat> Melchester, the one thing that I'm um, dreading is missing out Harvey Rawson, because I think he's a great, he's been, he's been a yeah. great addition.
1: Yeah. Joe Bellamy, we're going to have more of fucking Noel Baxter and his type, aren't we? Fuck's yeah, there.
0: back to all them boring cunts. Unless there's a new chairman that's taken over from Sam Barlow. We can look forward to that. Although I wouldn't yeah, be at true. all surprised, we don't usually speculate about what's going to happen next, if Roy makes one of the conditions of going back to Melchester, that he's not just manager, but also chairman.
1: He owns the club. Therefore, yeah. I
0: report only to myself. <laughs> In the mirror.
1: I am... Uh... I'm, I'm going to reach into my archive and get the next issue out straight away and find out what happens. Oh. So sorry about that. Yeah,
0: you can't wait, um, can you?
1: I'll send you any pictures that might be appropriate. Um, that's it then from this one. We'll be back with the next episode next week. We'll find out what happens then. I'm sure we all know. Thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. only from rustolium